DeRozan sees an opening, drives and throws it down! DeMar DeRozan with the slam! Fires, it goes off the left, and score! Oh, what a play by Duchesne! And what a catch! Oh, God! DeAndre Hopkins! You don't like that? You don't like NBA basketball! The Bot Pod with Pierce and Johnny. All right, welcome to the Bot Pod. Pierce here with the recently crowned Prov League Fantasy Champion, <laughs> Johnny Fulford. Oh. No, no, this is how we're starting. <laughs> I don't know if you want to tell the story or if you want me to tell the story, but um, um. Yeah, I can tell it. Um, so, yeah, so I had, I don't know how, I made it into the finals, uh, even though I started fourth year in a row. Um, previous three seasons I've won our fantasy, and this year I was dead last at the start of the year. Yeah, I was like, in, was oh, four and one or something. <laughs> yeah, and then super panic mode. I started trading everybody, um, but managed to make it to the finals. And I play against Jay, who easily won the league. I think he went 11-1-0 for the season. Yeah. Um, His team was uh, bolstered by the likes of Leon Saddle. Who else did he have? Yeah, he had Leon. He had, he had a solid D. He had Hamilton and Petrie. Um, yeah, Shifley was huge this season. Patch Reddy is Patch also Reddy is huge on bangers. DeBrincat was a sneaky had a pick. Start. He good had a great year. Yeah. Tuchuk is always good for bangers. Uh, Perron has been great the past two seasons. And then even John Carlson and amazing goaltenders. So, funny enough, he's the, one of the, even though he went 11 and 1 and 0, he never traded a pick. So good on him for keeping his draft picks. Build, building the team. I'm sure Braden and Kenton will never <laughs> trade a first round pick again. Um, but yeah, so finals week, uh, so tight all week. We are going back and forth. Sweating out this week. Yeah, we're swapping on hits. We're, okay, so we were swapping on hits, shots, points, assists, goals. He had locked up the goalies, and I had locked up the blocks. And so it was like he had fully locked out all three goalie stats. I had locked out the blocks, and so all the other stats were being fighting for but i had to win them to win it because if we tied then jay won because of placement and so oh, uh, going even on, more heartbreaking to be honest i mean it was still pretty heartbreaking how you won but <laughs> yeah yeah i know a tie so, and then it goes by seating that kind of sucks yeah well th- that's how it finished so on um, yeah. so so really nice how after saturday um, so basically Saturday ended with the Edmonton game. I had McDavid, he has dry saddle. So it was a really nice way we were both watching because Sunday only actually has one game. Which is kind and of we a each, game, to be honest. And, yeah, and we each only had one pickup. And so we were like, okay, so this is, it really comes down to today because uh, there's no good Tampa players on a free agency and there's no good Detroit Red Wings players in real life. So we're like, okay, how are we going to do this? <laughs> and so I uh, came down to that last game. I was winning um, somehow, um, and so I was winning 5-4 on the categories, and then 
Drysaddle got an empty netter assist to nurse without McDavid getting a point. And so um so Jay ended up going ahead of me on assists, which sucked for me. Um and so he put he got out of reach of me by two assists. And so at the end of that day, and so I, which basically meant we were, it was tied five, five. So he was going to be winning if I didn't get two assists on Sunday with Blake Coleman. And so I had Blake Coleman, he had Jacob Verana, and it only came down to whether or not I would get two assists. Coleman ended up getting a goal and an assist. So I mean, good on Coleman. I like he did. Yeah. More, he did amazing. Expected on just this last throwaway game. Exactly, and he made it so so tight. He was even on the ice when Detroit pulled the net, and I was like, "Holy oh. smokes, this is crazy!" And so uh, I ended up losing, and because we tied five five, he won on placement, and we crowned Jay the champion. We ended up doing the draft for next year for the for the placements, and. Uh, then Monday morning, we wake up and there was a stack correction where Couturier's goal that had happened on Tuesday of last week, apparently, we watched the replay back, he shot it and it hit Sanheim's ankle on his way to the net. So Couturier's goal was changed to an assist, which put me up by one on goals. So I didn't tie on goals and I ended up tying on assists which got me the category that I needed or took away the category that Jay had resulting in me winning five, four. And so we I won on a like, stack correction. Jay, like great season on Sunday night. Oh my goodness. As uh, if there's a stack correction in the final on the only category yeah. that was needed well, for also, me to win. How did that stack correction, I guess they, they go, they must go through Monday night. Cause like, there was only one game on Sunday, so like I had a whole day yeah. to figure it out. Yeah, I know. I don't understand. It, it that's what kind of sucked about it is I wish they just made that change during the week, but I guess in Yahoo you can't make the change until the end of the week. Yeah. So which is when stack corrections happen. So really wild stuff. I just can't believe like you, there's always stack corrections and like hits and shots and plus minus and stuff, but on assists and the yeah. one assist I needed, oh it feels bad. Yeah, well, I was also texting Braden about it, and we were like, man, imagine if your 1,000th point was uh, a stat correction after the game. <laughs> like, you didn't, get any, oh. you didn't even get to celebrate it on the ice with the boys. Like, Yeah, no kidding. But then there's also the, the um, what's it called? The reverse, too, where you get unstat corrected, so you get to live the moment twice. True, very true. <laughs> so I guess it even yeah. out. But yeah, crazy. Yeah, no, those are brilliant. That's honestly one of the craziest fantasy thing i've ever seen in like any league yeah like, yeah it's i can't believe it happened that like, way because we're gonna remember that one for a while the stat correction year yeah it looks <laughs> i like tim like i low-key give tim um ground to say that like it looks like i cheated yeah like definitely. it really does definitely to keep looks the... like you added something in in the in the in the files yeah the nice <laughs> thing is is this is the only league i'm not commissioner in <laughs> so <laughs> Otherwise, it totally could look <laughs> it's like... It's like sus adding points. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Wild. So I guess I'm a four-peat now. Four-peat, um, man. Congratulations. I'm actually in three finals this week. So hopefully I go for Why the seven-peat. Why did ours go for this week? Was it because of our number of teams or something? What do you mean? Why didn't our... our oh, Braden just said it for this week. He didn't want to deal with, like, McDavid resting. Yeah. McDavid might obviously have rest 
like towards the end of if he's like far away from his uh points or like the 100 points right yeah yeah i know it's kind of that's the thing is i actually thought covid was going to be a bigger deal and that there would be more games after this week but there's not a whole lot yeah so that's why i was like just smash them in the schedule previous yeah like lots of yeah exactly because that is the one thing is that this for this week for the finals it actually ends on saturday Uh, because that's when it ended on saturday this past week yeah yeah exactly so yeah Yeah. but overall really uh really crazy crazy week in fantasy crazy finish great great story too yeah Um, yeah i'll be telling that one for a while Okay, let's talk McDavid. Yeah, we gotta talk McDavid. 90, Ninety-one points, not bad, not bad. I'll say, not bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, decent. <laughs> um, and one, two, three, four, five, five and a half games left. But there's a Canucks TBD at the end of the year. I guess that's. Oh, okay. Games. They just haven't picked the time yet. Yeah. Um, nine points in six games to get a hundred. Or do you? He'll definitely he, do it. Do you, you think he gets it? I think he gets it. We we gotta take a guess on what we think the point totals will be. Give me 98 points. No way. You're saying 98 points. Yeah, man. Seven points in six games. Do you, okay, what do you think is more likely, him playing all these games or him resting a couple because they're locked into two seed? Because um, what's, what's, playing, what's playing the last three games of the season for a weird year point total versus him being healthy the whole playoffs? That's yeah, no, it's true. That's why it's I'm 100% true. Um, I still feel like he's going to fight that. Like, I know he says in all of his interviews he doesn't care, but I think there's a bit of him, as, like, even, like, Gretzky said in the interview that, um, sure, he might, like, say that, but deep down, any elite player, any competitive player wants that. So, um, he might push on it a bit, and uh, it will be interesting because I remember, I don't know if it was last year or two years ago, where McDavid ended up playing the last few games when it didn't matter for the season, and... He ended up getting injured. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, he didn't miss any games, but he got injured in the last well, game. So that, they, that Montreal, it might also be like a hey, we want to play Montreal. Or no, that's going against my point. Hey, we want to play Winnipeg. Let's beat Montreal these the last two games so we can force Winnipeg into our first round. That might honestly I, be. I I take that. I I would take that option. Yeah, I think. Um, I think. I think McDavid will play all of the games against Canucks, and that actually might be all he needs. <laughs> you think 3-3-3 three, three, three or something like that? <laughs> well, I mean, he lately... Canucks, he can get a six-pointer and just be, wham, bam, thank you, Sam. <laughs> well, this guy's point totals over the past, what, six games? It was 3-4-3-0-3-4. Three, 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 Did you see that goal against the Canadians uh, side-by-side with Crosby's goal? A bunch yeah. Of back? That was nuts. That was creepy, kind of, how similar that yeah. was. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Okay, what's your prediction then? Uh, I'm guessing 101. Yeah, I'll, I'll bump mine up to 99. Okay. Because I think they're gonna he'll play at least two games against the the Canadians. Maybe sit the last two games of the year. Yeah. But if he's one, I think away, he'll I think he'll sit the last game for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then that way, if the, he gets exactly 100, you and I both tie, and we can just celebrate with McDavid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. That's perfect. Um, perfect. next one we got the boy, Big Pop, or what is it, Lil Poppy. Little Poppy. Um, Austin Matthews, 39 goals with how many games do you guys have left? Uh, Not as many as Edmonton. Less than Edmonton for sure. One, two, three. Uh, we have four more games. 38, four more games. Two Canadians, one Sens, one Jets. Wait, no, Stop. he has 39. 
39. Did I say 38? Yeah, well, you said 39 at the start, and then you just said 38. 38. Okay, 39, four games left. I'm saying two guaranteed versus one versus Sens, one versus Jets. Actually, one and a half each, so that's three, and then one versus the both Canadians, so that's four. I'm going 43, final answer. That's nice. I was thinking 43 as well. Um, it's a good guess. I would say it's a very pretty it, calculated it, guess. One goal a game. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I will... I'll, I'll one up and do 44 just because I he's my guy. Yeah, and he could easily just Hattie against Ottawa or something like he did last time. Yeah. Um, but both these guys, man, honestly, crazy years, amazing years. Honestly, pretty crazy I mean, that Matthew's been doing it with injured wrist too. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, that that's wild. Um, I, it there is a lot to ask about the Canadian division. Yeah, I think that's what the whole league is asking right now. Is it, I think, is but it at the sucks? same time, is it, is it like we're on everyone else is on all star? We're playing a rookie mode or what? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because <laughs> like there's like I love the uh, for example the change my mind of Steven Crowder that he does, and oh, yeah, yeah. where they ask like the Habs are the worst playoff bound team in a long time with a 0.483 win percentage since uh, Duchene took to- took over, and so. Um, He's just been kind of coasting, to be honest, that new guy. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, hey, Cofield, dude, a couple just OT bombers for the boys coming in first two goals, yeah. like what? <laughs> they should have this yeah, guy up all season. I mean, Kobe Baker Award, they'll say. But yeah, he's looking great. And Jeff um, are kind of like just honestly tanking it right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, who knew Ehlers was their star? <laughs> yeah, dude. They literally they lose Ehlers. They're done. Everyone in Pegas just says that their defense sucks, though. Like their team defense and they're just defensive players. So losing, oh yeah, they've been losing, back for a while there. Losing their power ever since they lost Truba. Guy. Yeah, and Buff. Ever since True and Buff, yeah. They've literally lost all toughness. Yeah. Speaking of toughness, we gotta talk about the whole Whit- oh, Wilson man. debacle. Okay, so um, if you you explain. To be explained in layman's terms. Um. There's scrum at the net in the New York Rangers Capitals game. Um, bunch of guys, Buchnevich, Aaron line was on, and then Wilson just comes out of nowhere, just to join the party and just sucker punches Buchnevich in the back. And then do you fight Panarin afterwards too? So Panarin jumped on Wilson's back. Wilson turned around. He had Buch and Panarin in his face, and then he threw Panarin to the ground. Uh, and then started just beating on him a bit. And then now the aftermath of that is a $5,000 fine from Wilson. No suspension. Yeah. And Aaron's side led for the rest of the year. Rest um, of the season, not yeah. rest of the year. Season. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, he'll probably be back if they make the postseason. I doubt they will at this yeah, point now. Last legs. Um, and a statement from the New York Rangers social media. <laughs> Basically, he's just ripping into the the committee and name calling George Peros. <laughs> yeah, that was that was so like uncivil. Like, I understand that it's their best player, and this just happened. Um, yeah, what's your I'm full gonna take on it? What's your full take? I don't really have a full take right now. Um, I don't think people are gonna like my take. To be honest, it's yeah. uh, I'm gonna side with uh. Basically, exactly what Cam Jensen, uh, a formal former enforcer, had uh, had said about Tom Wilson. 
Uh, he basically came to Wilson's defense. I think everyone is blowing up because this is Tom Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when you look at the actual facts, so in the situation, Booch is doing as a lot of people do all the time, poke check the goalie, trying to rough up into his pads and stuff. And then obviously whenever that happens, there's a scrum. There's like little shots to the face or the helmet or whatever. And it's the whole um, like... Hey, don't touch my goalie. Hey, I didn't touch your goalie. It, hey, I don't touch exactly. your goalie. <laughs> and so, uh, classic thing. But in this situation, Booch had fallen on Tom Wilson's stick, which brought Tom to the ground over top of Booch. And then, so Tom ended up punching him in the like shoulder back. Everyone's saying head. You look at it's all like shoulder three back. Angles. His head just like it's shoulder back, which, which made it look worse. Yeah. Than it, yeah, maybe it was. Yeah. It's it's not a dirty shot to the back of the head. If it was, then there's, that's completely different. But to the back shoulder blade kind of thing. Um, and so who cares? It was like, honestly like a good little jab, like don't don't touch my goalie. Um, and then everyone freaks out, but then Panarin primarily freaks out. And Panarin just, I'm going to be completely honest, uh, he picked a match that he couldn't fight. And... Wilson tossed him like a ragdoll. Took a dive. So <laughs> took a dive. Like I think um I think in the situation, uh Wilson in that position, he actually went super, super easy on Panarin. If if Wilson really wanted to, he could have destroyed Panarin and took off his he gloves. He never his face in. never took off his gloves, never punched him in the face. He threw him down to the ground because Panarin was on his back. And he got into it and Wilson's like, okay, no, get someone else to stand up for your guy. If you guys are going to do this. And uh, yeah, I, I don't see a $5,000 fine. Honestly, totally good with that. Especially even for a repeat offender. I think that's like totally fine. Okay. You see, I yeah. don't really have a take because I don't know how it all works anymore. Um, but I also basically, my, my main take is bad look from the Rangers here with this statement. I think. Yes. Yeah, I think that's my main takeaway from this. I think they, I think they th- saw it as a strategy because of over half of hockey community right now but is. What's crazy about this situation? This, this got into football world. There's oh really? Football players tweeting about it. Marquez Valdez Scantling said, "Man, I get five thousand dollar fine um, if I don't wear my socks right. Like if they ride too low." Um, and <laughs> and DeAndre Hopkins or someone was like, "No, it's seven thousand dollars." um and so it got over to that side of the world um and then obviously anyone following it would see this and then i don't know i just it's a kind of a bad look from the the rangers when panarin like yeah yeah just a bad look yeah it is a bad look like good on for for panarin for standing up for his guy sure yeah um but like really your role is yeah and I think I think what it really is is that it it got a lot worse when Panarin lost his helmet. That's yeah. when it got scary. Yeah. Because if he hit his head, it's a it's a really really like tragic situation. Yeah. But that was like the unfortunate reality of it. That's not like Wilson ripping off his helmet, and throwing him into the ice head first. Okay, really off yeah. topic, but did you see the clip of James Reimer? Um, some guy like fell in front of the net. Um, like opposing team and. There's a guy winding up like an open clapper, and instead of covering the glove side with his glove, he like shielded the guy's face, like his his opponent's face, James Reimer. Really? Yeah, I was like, man, that's a beauty play. 
The Canadian boy right there. That is a beauty play. And like, I don't know, like so, most times in that scenario too, like you see it in basketball. I mean, I'd hope for Tom Wilson to be the same, but like when guys are jumping or about to hit their head or something like that, they'll like stop doing the play and like go for the safety of a, another human. But yeah, and I, I don't think that was this the Wilson situation at all. Like it was, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. But I do like your comments here. They play tomorrow, right? Oh, they play tomorrow. And game. <laughs> I am I am turning it on as soon as the game starts. Like I feel like I feel like Washington should not play Wilson in in light of the the climate. Like first time ever. Like I don't think they're afraid based, based off player safety of the other team. Of the other team, exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Up against Tom Wilson on that team right now, bro. Yeah. Like they don't got like I mean, who's that guy? I guess no. Chris Kreider is kind of a softy, isn't he? And he's injured right now. He's bigger and he's a softy. Yeah, he's injured, and they traded away Lemieux. Yeah, Lemieux was the other guy I was thinking. He's gone. They have Kraftstov, but I don't think he's like. (laughs) I don't think he'd actually get into it. He's a young guy. Yeah, they're all like young guys that aren't gonna want to fight this guy. Truba would, but he's not there. Oh man. (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah. No. (laughs) <laughs> this is gonna be wild i'm super awesome. super Not stoked tune into that one um, um okay last hockey story um miller retiring good for him i he's i he's a rival i hate him <laughs> <laughs> what i hate him i do wow he played on those buffalo teams against my uh my first ottawa teams and they just rob us it's true and he's american and he's american too so he is literally the enemy but honestly, yeah. like he was actually kind of a sick goalie. Yeah, big ups to him. I uh, I really liked. Though, so that's good for him too. <laughs> I think it was LA that played them recently, and at the whole LA team yeah, came over to shake his hand on his last game. That was nice. And they got a win. Yeah, yeah. And I actually uh... bet against them. <laughs> I shouldn't have. Done oh, that. you did really? <laughs> I should have. Obviously, like any a thousandth game or retiring, like the boys are gonna show up. <laughs> the other team's gonna like tank. Yeah. <laughs> No matter what the, the situation of playoffs or points is, a thousandth game, that's going to be a win. A thousandth point or something, win. Yeah. But yeah. Congratulations, Ryan Miller. I think what is he, he's like, he's got to be top 10 wins, right? I think I saw that he was now third behind Brodeur and Wah. There may have been someone just before him. No, Flurry's no. behind Brodeur and Wah. Oh, so Flurry, then him, then Ed Belfar, I think. Okay. He's, and then he's top American goalie, though, right? Is he the best American goalie ever? Mike Richter? He might be. You know, you might be able to dub I mean, that. Jonathan Quick has a couple Stanley Cups. Oh, wait, no. Ryan Miller isn't in the top five. I think it's uh I think it's Luongo. Yeah, Luongo's he Flurry just beat out Luongo. I think Miller is a top ten. Or he's just the top US. I'm I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. So I saw the top five recently with Flurry passing or tying Luongo. Um, oh, okay, Broder, Waff, Larry, Luongo, Belfour, Lunkfist, Cujo, Sawchuck, Plant, and Esposito. Oh, so Miller's 14th. 14th, okay. I mean, it's still yeah. pretty good. But check out Broder's number versus uh, versus the next best. I was looking yeah, at I know. it today. Yeah, it's, That's gonna be it's tough so to dumb. Flurry's 36. He's been on like basically only winning teams his whole career. Th- well, and Flurry's played... F- 
400 no yeah 400 less games oh really yeah i mean flurry could keep it going man i don't think he will but like goalies you can shelf those guys for a while he's 36 and still playing at a very high level yeah i mean but this is a ryan miller piece not a flurry piece sorry, sorry. i also love seeing uh broder's two goals <laughs> that's <laughs> nice ronnie textile as well a couple goals i think <laughs> yeah yeah, and that was that was such a bad take by me having Ryan Miller in top five. That was a uh, I top saw five, a picture top recently. Five US, and it, top five US probably. Yeah, I got mistaken with Flurry and Miller. Yeah, same milestones stuff, on the same day. A lot of goalie stuff going on this week. Yeah. Speaking of goalie stuff too, how about those gold and silver pads? Dude, I sent those in here, bro. Those are sweet. Vegas Golden Knights Flurry, and then is that Subban or Laner? Laner, I think. Subban's a uh, Chicago. Never mind. Laner, yeah, Laner. Going with the silver, kind of rough though. Like he wanted to be a starter, but his their, their helmets are sick. You, if you got it, you gotta go check these pic- this picture out. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it looks so clean. All right, well, um, we should get into some basketball. Get some basketball going, bro. We um, do we want to go right into? I know last week we talked hockey predictions for the playoffs. We should probably do our brief overview of where things are at and. Uh, talking light of the play-in and yeah. the, the predictions okay so just looking at the let's go east first sixers brooklyn milwaukee um pretty much that's the top three and then you got Knicks, atlanta miami boston i'd say is the next tier um with all guys potentially falling into that playing game um there's like about six ish seven ish games left and then yep. charlotte pacers wizards raptors Raptors being a bit of a long shot. Yeah. Who are you thinking falling to that playing game? Who do you think plays out of the a playing spot that they're in? Yeah, I think um most of the standings stay the same, I think. Yeah, the East is looking um, pretty chalk right now. Yeah. I it'll think be Boston's interesting. Got a play-in game, man. I think they stay You think who? Boston, I think they stay down. Yeah. Yeah, I think Boston stays down. Um I think Hornets stay eighth. Uh actually Hornets might drop to ninth. I think Wizards might get to eighth. Bro, straight up, out of the four teams in a play-in game right now, who would you not want to play the most? For me, it's the Wizards. It's the Wizards, for sure. You do not want a one-off game against Beal and Westbrook when they're out no. there. Yeah, totally screwed. agree. But even if, uh, yeah, 9-10 game or when they get the play up, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm gonna say it's Celtics, Hornets, Wizards, Pacers. Yeah, okay. Who do you okay, let's go up to back to the top three. Um, as of right now, halftime, the Bucks are up sixty-six to fifty-eight against the Nets. Um, do you think that's how it finishes? Do you think Brooklyn drops to three? Do you think Milwaukee comes up and goes on a streak and I think the seventy sixers I would say lock. I think the Nets will hold on to their three game lead or whatever two game lead against the Nets. Yeah, it depends. Like the Nets are just so weird with injuries right now. It's so hard to predict. So, yeah. um, I th- I think it might stay the same. Um, Sixers with their five game win streak right now, I think they're going to be rolling. So I'm going to leave it at the three. Oh man, okay. Last thing about the East here, we like our Wizards guys. They go in, they get the seventh seed somehow. We got a Brooklyn Washington Wizards first round. Westbrook going up against Katie and Harden. That would be epic. That'd be insane. And if Harden's not 100, man, watch out. Watch out for the Wizards. We're just going to see, like, the craziest stat lines by Westbrook. Yeah, it'll be, like, 200 
to 197. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Going to the West now. Top three, Utah, Phoenix, Denver. Any movement there? I like Suns to win the West, man. I like Suns to win the I West as Utah's well. Frauds. Yeah. Um, and next three, we got Clippers, Lakers, Mavericks. Um, and then... Yeah, I mean, like, I, I will just say... What's going on with AD? He's got the worst plus minus on the team since he's come back. He is chalked right now. They're three yeah, and seven he's, in the he's last also had ten. Some really bad shooting games. Yeah. Um. Probably taking too much time, honestly, to get used to. Best I think case, the Mavs pass Lakers. Best case for the Lakers is to for them to pass the Mavs and to play Denver in round one. That's the best case because you have yeah. your guys back, and you play a Jamal Murray less Denver. You can get acclimated that series and then be ready to go. Then, like maybe you play like Utah round two. Like that's so easy path to the conference finals. Yeah. Um. As for play in games, we got as of right now Portland and the Lakers could fall into the playing games. We got Portland, we got Golden State, we got Memphis, and we got San Antonio with the Pelicans as an outside chance. I think the Pelicans are just so badly coached. They're just. We're just, I'm not knocking them out. Yeah. Who's the team that you would not want to play in the playing games out there for? Uh, the Warriors. Playing games about, um, it's about stars. It's about a one off transcendent performance. That's all you need. Yeah. It we got a whole season. It really does. Like Lillard did it last year. And this year in the East, we're going to see Russ. Russ and Deal. here, we're going to see Lillard. Honestly, Lillard. And then could move up if the Lakers still suck. Yeah. But well, okay, bro. The Lakers. I was looking at their schedule today. Holy, I'm watching some basketball this week. They play the Clippers oh, on yeah. Thursday, and they play the Blazers on Friday. So that's a huge game against the Blazers. Yeah. And then they play, and then, the and then they go Suns, Knicks, Rockets. They have to win, and then Pelicans. They have to win. Pacers. But they got a. Like and but also LeBron sitting out the the Clippers and the the Blazers game, so that's also tough for them. Yeah, honestly, I, I, if the Lakers get in a play-in, oh yeah, I think that'd the be worst uh, thing, the worst uh, the worst they do is the seven seed. Yeah, so they'll have a double elimination, but still, you don't want to do that. Yeah, you want to play against that'd be Denver. crazy. Um, but yeah, and also like with all this playoff, LeBron coming back, he was like whoever came up with. Um, the playing games needs to be fired, is what he said verbatim. Yeah, in my opinion, um, he's a kind of an idiot because this was a unanimous vote by the players to do these, <laughs> and he was praising how good the playing games were in the bubble. So it's just because he they're kind of losing, and he might find himself in there that he's saying it's stupid. That's so, literally the only reason. So bad luck for the Rangers with their statement, and a bit of a bad look for LeBron here because. You can't complain about them. You guys really voted on it, so it was unanimous. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. Honestly, such a bad take. Yeah. And then we do have to well, shout out the Knicks. Oh we, yeah. We were kind of giving Julius Julius Randall some some love last week, but they're showing out, man. Looking good. First winning season since 2012. Okay. Wait, a little off topic, but kind of on topic. Did you ever watch the? Um, Pixar movie from last year called Soul. It like, Soul. It was like the guy with the the piano guy. That yeah, died. I haven't seen it. No, but uh, I heard it's really good. It's pretty good, but also um, they take a huge jab at the Knicks. Um, because one of these like Soul guys goes down on Earth and messes with people. Um, and then they're 
one character is like, oh, what's this? And it's like, oh, and the Nets lose again. And then the character's like, oh, I've been messing with this team for years. And ever since the movie came out, which was last year, they've been doing good. So Okay. So just a little Easter egg there from the Pixar movie Soul. I like it. That's great. All right. Well Mad excited for these playoff games. Screw you, LeBron. I'm I'm excited for these games. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be so good. Shall we move to Probably the most hype, most talked about weekend over the past month on the podcast. Yes. We had the football draft, the NFL draft. Roger Goodell's chair made an appearance, everybody. It was like the... What did, um, what was your, give me, before we talk about the first round, uh, specifically, give me your overall thoughts. Great drafts. Um, lots of fun. I'm happy with the Lions did even though I was just super nervous the entire time. Um, but yeah, just a positive draft for a Lions fan. Also coming in hot with the Aaron Rodgers news off the top of the draft was was kind of nice to see. You think you think he's a you think he's a Packer week one? I don't know. I think he still is. As much as it yeah. it looks like a dire situation, I think they figure it out. But yeah, I thought I thought it, it, was, I thought it was a good draft. It it pulled better ratings than the Oscars this year, so there's that. Yeah, that's true. I think, um, okay, before we actually get into it, because you just mentioned it, um, I've been seeing literally like 50-50 conversations about whether or not Rodgers is in the right or the wrong here. Um, what's your take on it? Um, he's playing the wrong sport. He should be an NBA player. That's my take. <laughs> he did it perfect. He's literally doing exactly what James Harden did, is like blaming everyone, forcing his way out. But the NFL kind of doesn't, they're a little more old school. They haven't evolved that much. And so, like Harden literally forced his way out in two weeks. Yeah, I like that about the NFL. It might might take the whole summer. But I I, I can't really speak on this situation because I'm a Lions fan. Like, it's very hard to keep my bias out of it. Um, but like the vibes I'm getting is it just sounds like he doesn't want to live in Green Bay anymore, but he doesn't want to admit that. So he's finding other oh, other things to blame, like his contract extension or the GM sucks or he doesn't like the coach, which is something that I heard or whatever. Or he wants to go live closer to Jeopardy and his fiance. I think he just doesn't want to get all the Green Bay fans to be mad at him when he's because he doesn't want to live there. Yeah, yeah, I can see that too. I've seen a lot of his um, outside of football, whether it be like podcaster conversations, uh, in light of politics, actually. And he does not seem very impressed with Wisconsin as a whole. So yeah, so this is another. Also, like, why was that leaked? Someone on his team purposely leaked that the day of the draft, so that that story could take over the the day and lore over all the Packers decisions and. What the Packers fans think of their management, which is ultimately what he wants, is the general yeah. manager to be fired. Apparently, so I guess he is kind Do of in think... the wrong, but like he is just playing the wrong sport. Like this, he this would be totally, fully, hundred percent accepted <laughs> in basketball <laughs> if he did this. Yeah, I would. Um, I would ask. Do you think the GM, um, has done their best to support Rodgers with a good team? Um, yes and no. Like they just screw they would be in a Super Bowl last year if they <laughs> didn't pick Jordan Love, in my opinion. Okay. They were a cornerback, they were a defensive player, they were a weapon away from beating the the Bucks. But the organization organization as a whole, I think it's been honestly pretty faithful to him. Yeah. Like 
in the most part. It just kind of sucks when you don't have, they don't have an owner. They're like owned by like a million people, like the, the town of Green Bay or whatever. There's no like accountability for the general manager. Mm. So maybe that, that might also be a part of it too. But I mean, yeah. they went to an NFC championship game last year. You can't say <laughs> they're not helping them out. Mm-hmm. kind of like drag them to it but like you still it's a team game so yeah the aaron jones this offseason was really frustrating yeah, for me that must have been it too like cory lindsley is center usually that's like that's more of a best friend than everyone thinks it's the running back because they stand beside him but like the chemistry of a quarterback to a center is honestly one of the most um important connections in on offense because like you gotta get the ball to him or it's just like a fumble yeah yeah i think that was the biggest frustration for me where i'm trying to empathize with rogers mm-hmm. but at the same time it's a mess so we'll just have to wait and see what happens yeah. you think he's to gonna happy, be starting you know? i just want him to be happy you think he'll be a packer though week I one think he'll be a packer I, week one yeah i could i could concede that as well i don't know if he'll play i don't think we'll see any movement there there's a bunch of cap stuff that june 1st and july 1st makes it more attractable to trade him after those days mm. so we maybe see that I, I doubt we'll see anything like movement or any decisions this month yeah unless it's a a contract extension but yeah nice all right well let's get into the draft let's do it man you you take over here this is this is your weekend i think this is how we should do it you have the list of the first round in front of you like all the picks let me pull it up because you can be the host and then i'll just give my take and then you can i need also help on a couple of them too okay all righty First oh. overall pick. We going from first to yeah, first to thirty-two. Let's do it. Okay, Trevor Lawrence to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's go. Pretty chalk. So what I've done is I have a, I've done a report card and then I did three words to describe the pick as well. Um, so my three words: absolute no-brainer, pretty self-explanatory. And then I gave it an A plus. Pretty in-depth okay. analysis. On the Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, pick. there you go. <laughs> Let me. Um, why don't I do? I go through them. I'll li- name all five, and then we'll talk about the five. Okay, I like that actually. Okay, okay. So we got yeah. So we got Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson to the Jets, Trey Lance to the 49ers, Kyle Pitts to the Falcons, and Jamar Chase to the Bengals. I liked a lot of this here for for the Jets pick. I said Zach has friends. Those are my three words. Um, a I gave this an A just because I don't. Like just Zach Wilson's not Trevor Lawrence, um, but yep. he also couldn't have done much better. And when I say Zach has friends, I think this is he's coming into a situation that's way better than what Sam Darnold had at, at his whole time there. Like he's got Corey Davis, Jameson Crowder, Denzel Mims, and they helped address some of his offensive line needs and a receiver in the second round. So because Zach has friends. Um, yep. The Trey Lance pick, I have two. I might need help. I have location, location, location. That's the first one, and then. Kyle can coach as my second one. Both pretty similar kind of meanings. Um, but I think he's going to a great spot, Trey Lance. I give him an A minus because he kind of he played like half as many games as the rest of these quarterbacks. Um, yeah. But I give it an A minus. But I like the spot. Really, just really happy they didn't take Mac Jones. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but apparently they were never going to take Mac Jones. They traded up knowing they were taking Trey Lance. So there's that. Yeah. Um, and then Kyle Pitts. I gave this an A plus, and then my three words were defensive coordinators nightmare. Um, I think this guy's gonna be super good with with Matt Ryan there, Arthur Smith offense. Um, just a really explosive player. Like it's gonna be like you see Waller 
Fallen Out, Kittle, Kelsey. Like he, I think he immediately goes up into like the top top tier of tight ends there. Yeah. And then last one for this this round, I got Bayou Bengals reunited. The LSU Tigers, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. I gave this an A. I'm super high on Jamar Chase. Um, and and yeah, I I think I think this is a good fit. They already have the connection there. So if it's like a slower off season, not like a lot of COVID stuff, like bit shorter or whatever they they already have some built-in connection and I like adding adding joe burrow weapon and getting getting better on the offensive line through free agency and later in the draft i, I thought that was a great decision by them yeah my uh my overall take for the, these five um kyle pitts i am so excited for zach wilson i am so sorry for <laughs> and jamar chase um see i don't know if that I love people how they were using that photo of Burroughs to kind of hint that they were going to be doing an O-line in there. Yeah. With um, yeah. So, but then they went obviously with his buddy. So I like, I, I love the fact that they're getting chased. Their team is going to be fun offensively. Yeah. With Higgins is going to be great. Chase is going to be great. And do they still got Boyd? Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon too, man. And Burrow. Oh man. Back, so, they're going to be nuts. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, super excited for them. All right. Six to 10. Six to 10. Jalen Waddle to the Miami Dolphins. Penny Sewell to the Lions. Yeah. JC Horn to the Panthers. Pat Sertain to the Broncos. And Devontae Smith to the Eagles. Okay. So for the Dolphins, I had Ready, Set, Tagovailoa. But uh, the go in Tagovailoa is capitalized. Um, so this is like, there's going to be a lot of speed on on this. It's like a race. Ready, set, go. It's like a race. We got Jalen Waddle. We got Will Fuller. Um, a lot of speed coming off the off the outside. But also, Tuo Tagovailoa. We got to put it together. We got to put it together. Um, and then as for the pick, I gave it a B plus. Probably a little harsh. But Jalen Waddle getting second reuniting of the teammates. Going back with Tua, um, value at six. I, I don't I don't know, but I mean if he's Tyree Kill, then we're good to go. Uh, for the Lions, I uh, three words were penne nickel dime. And this <laughs> explanation is solid price for this tackle. Getting him at seven, I give it an A plus. I was fired up. I was yelling trade back at my TV. Um, <laughs> there on the pick, I was like trade back. Justin Fields on the board, trade back. But then they selected him, and then I saw the Lions war room, and they were like jumping up and down and slamming tables. And I was like, okay, I mean, maybe this was our guy that we wanted the whole time. So there we go plus on that. Um, I have two, I have two here for the Panthers. So maybe you can help me out here. I have needed a blanket. Um, as in they needed a man corner, which is what JC Horn was. They were the worst man cover team last year. And in a division that has Michael Thomas, Mike Evans, and Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, you, you kind of need a, a man cover corner um and then my second one was sound the horn kind of going to his, his last name but this this was sounding of the horn that sam darnold's our quarterback um as much mm. as it was picking jc horn with the the teddy bridgewater trade and then not selecting justin fields this is a huge a huge sounding of the horn that sam darnold was or is the the qb that we choose what, what are your which one do you like better i, could I like sounding the horn yeah yeah yeah, I can't believe they passed on uh, uh, Justin Fields here. 
Um, so I, oh, I give it a C plus because they passed on Justin Fields. Denver Broncos, I kind of the same sentiment as sounding the horn, but are they certain? Are they certain? Drew Lock sucks, bro. Yeah, <laughs> sucks. And they traded for Teddy Bridgewater. I guess. Like, are they like are they really certain they want Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Lock their yeah. quarterbacks? I don't know. Um, but I give it a B minus. I like Sertan a bit better than J.C. Horn. He's got a bit of a higher floor. Um, and I also th their thought process maybe is we got Herbert, we got Mahomes in the division. It's gonna be tough to like outgun these teams. Let's try and maybe slow them down like way more. Right. So grabbing a solid corner and then they kind of re really retooled their defense and getting some guys back healthy next year so that's why i give it a bit better grade than panthers um and then the philadelphia eagles trading up to 10 i gave them an a for getting Devonte smith and the three words were heisted the heisman um they traded up with a division rival which i think should be illegal um trading within division and they stole smith right out of new york giants laps which um, will become evident later in their pick um and they also this is the third reuniting of teammates too mm. Devonte smith jalen hurts um yeah i thought this was a great great pick with with trading back and then trading up and not really giving that much like they still kept their first for for next year from the uh, san francisco dolphins trade and i mean Devonte smith at, at 10 he, like is is pretty solid price and then the next pick number 11 we're on number 11 now right yeah yeah, yeah, I got a yeah, quick. Yeah, your, your talk, your, your, your take. My five to ten. Um, personally, Devonte Smith should have gone before Jalen Waddle. It's my take, but I understand everyone's loving the reuniting uh, stories. So I mean, Devontae I'm here Smith for it. Been a reuniting with Tua too, so <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, hey, I, I get, I get it. Um, and I also like Pat Sertain over Horn. But everything else, I think overall, these are cool takes. Um, I'm also really shocked that they pass on fields. That's, that's, that's a really, the story. These, really... Both of these teams were, were tagged as quarterback deciding slash needy teams. So kind of tough they left them on the board. But yeah. yeah, there's a lot of faith putting in Sam Darnold. So <laughs> we will see how that goes. But yes, as Pierce alluded, number 11, I don't know how. This far back, Justin Fields goes to the Chicago Bears. Damn. Number 12, Micah Parsons goes to the Cowboys. Chargers select Rayshon Slater at 13. Number 14, Elijah Vera Tucker. And number 15, Mac Jones to the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, I was excited for the trade-up. I was like, I was I was texting my uh, my friends. I was like, Justin Fields to the Bears? That's awesome. But then I thought for a second, I was like, I'm going to really have this guy clap my cheeks for the next 10 years because he <laughs> fell to the freaking Bears. Um, but A+, plus, this is like literally the pick of the first round. Um, everyone's saying it's going to be seal the draft. And uh, three words, fields of dreams. <laughs> Chicago Bears finally got their dream quarterback. It wasn't Russell Wilson. It wasn't Deshaun Watson, but Justin Fields. Congratulations, Alan Robinson, congratulations to Matt Nagy and to Ryan Pace for extending their job a bit, even though they mortgaged a bit of the future. But great pick. Can't really like no one's gonna have a say this was a bad pick. I don't think. Yeah. Um, and then from the trade back here, the Cowboys went out and select Micah Parsons, uh, linebacker out of Penn State. My three words were consolation question mark. We'll see. Um, because 
they were really in on the cornerbacks. They wanted one of those two cornerbacks, but they get Micah Parsons as a consolation prize is what the talk of the town is. But we'll see. I, mm-hmm. I think Micah Parsons has a, has a good shot at, at being one of the best defensive players in the draft. I gave it a B plus because um, I'm not high on the value of taking a linebacker at pick 12 unless he's Luke Keekley or Bobby Wagner. And then another one of my favorite picks, Rashawn Slater. Um, I have two, three words for this. I have slated for success just to get the the pun in there um, and then finish the job, um, which is the sentiment of they really retooled their offensive line, um, which was a job they needed to do this offseason. And with this pick, I think they fully finished that. I gave us an A plus. Yeah, I think um, I, I've done like some some of my own research on the draft. And uh, overall, what I've seen is that the Chargers had like the best draft. Yeah, Chargers and Slater kind of headlined yeah, Slater, that. Slater at 13, man. Yeah, Next that's level. crazy. Like, people had him similar to Penny Sewell. Some so. people had him ahead. Some people had him ahead yeah. of Sewell. So getting him at 13, not having to trade up, or everyone's just fired up there, I'm sure. Um, yeah. New York Jets, they traded up with the Vikings to get Elijah Vera Tucker. Um, and my three words were Elijah Ver- Vera Satility Tucker. Versatility. <laughs> he's gonna be able to play nice. anywhere on the on the uh on the on the line for them um i gave it a c plus not super high on his value here at 14 and them trading up um but this could have been a case of hey we already picked in the first round we're kind of antsy for our next pick let's just trade up and get this guy that's here um so yeah and then probably the next biggest pick that we'll go over mac jones falling from the sky to the New England Patriots. Didn't have to trade up. Wasn't going three overall. Um, my three words are Cam or Mac. Um, and it's kind of cool because they're like backwards mirror of each other, the letters. Ooh. So there's that. And it's also a big question. Who's going to start week one? Are you going with Cam's offense of just running the ball like a running back as your quarterback? <laughs> or are you going to be like Tom Brady and have Mac Jones throw it? Um, but I gave this pick a B plus. Nice. Yeah. My overall take for these five, uh, no idea how Fields got to the Bears. That's pretty pretty exciting for the, all of their fans there. Um, Slater, absolute steal there for Chargers. Um, the Jets really were just making a statement, trading up and getting their guy here. I don't think he was valued there, but it just shows that they're ready to make things make statements and put in work it's like their first offensive lineman in the first round in like 10 years or something like that too so yeah as well and mac jones i mean we'll see (laughs) (laughs) we will see all right uh number 16 to arizona cardinals we got zavin Zavin, Zavin, Zavin Collins. collins yeah and number 17 alex leatherwood 18 jalen phillips 19 oh whoops i'm not saying team alex leatherwood to the rate or to yeah vegas raiders jalen phillips to miami and number 19 jamin davis to the football team and number 20 Kadarius tony to the giants let's go okay so for the cardinals my three words were is the question will opposites attract um zavin collins is like like epitome of the opposite of isaiah simmons isaiah simmons is like a linebacker that could play cornerback zavin collins is a linebacker that could play defensive end or defensive tackle 
Um, so maybe they're kind of going like a yin and yang situation here. Um, I gave this pick a C plus, not super, super uh, happy with the, the value here at 16 and a linebacker. Um, the Raiders, things never change. D plus, this was a huge reach on Leatherwood yep. and they always reach in the first round and it's just bad. Um, Miami Dolphins, I have two here. Maybe you can help me out. Um, Jalen Phillips, I have pick your poison. Um, kind of talking to this is the first edge player off the board. They could have picked whatever they they wanted. Um, and this was their edge one, so they they picked their their poison here. Um, lots of different styles of edge players. And then my second three words is hopefully won't retire. Um, he's already <laughs> retired once and then come back out of retirement. So there is some injury concerns. There's also kind of why I put the poison in here because they might be drinking some poison if. He gets injured. Um but yeah, I gave I gave it A minus. I don't know which one of those you like maybe a bit better. I mean the poison definitely fitting because it fits both stories, but I mean hopefully won't retire has gotta be the name. It's a bit uh <laughs> it kind of shocks you because he hasn't played a game yet, but he's already retired. And then yeah. uh Washington football team, uh Jamie Davis, uh, Jamie I, said, Davis I said Burgundy People Eaters. Kind of a plan the purple people eaters i just love their investment in the the front seven of this uh washington football team their defense is gonna be hashtag fun to watch I, have you seen jamin davis's abs i have not no okay i'm sending you a picture there's literally a divot between his left ab section and his right ab section yeah he is a bodybuilder um and then so i gave i gave jamin davis a b minus grabbing a linebacker at 19 is not Terrible, and this was probably one of their their guys that they wanted. Um, and then Kadarius Tony pick for the Giants. Um, my three words were panic button pushed. Um, I thought this was definitely a panic pick after Devonte Smith was stolen from their hands. Um, and this value for Kadarius Tony at twenty. Um, he a little a little rich for me, so I gave it a C minus. Nice. Yeah, only real take for me here. I got Vegas reach and. Washington teach. Yeah, baby. Their defense is about to be teaching their offense that they are not going to be able to get a touchdown. It's going to be really fun. That defense is going to be unreal. Yeah, dude. That I mean, I'm targeting them in fantasy drafts, depending. Um, but on my consensus board, Alex Leatherwood was a 28 pick reach. Basically, yeah, that's nuts. That's like a whole round. <laughs> they reached on him. Um, but yeah, next pick. Next picks. Um, my boys, Indianapolis, pick up Quiddy Pay at 21. Uh, 22, we got Caleb Farley going to the Titans. 23, uh, Vikings select Christian Derisaw. And 24, we got Najee Harris going to the Steelers. Uh, the Jaguars pick up Travis Etienne at 25. What are your thoughts? Okay, here we go. 21, the Colts. My three words, make them pay. I think nice. I said this in the, the when we did the all-name team, but this goes for the the Colts organization as a whole, as well as Quiddy himself. Um, like he fell he fell this far for a reason. Um, he has elite traits, but not elite production. So it's it's everyone's job to to put it all together at the next level here. So, um, to make all twenty picks in front of them pay, Quiddy has to to put in the work, and the Colts have to put him in a spot to succeed and to trade him up and i think they have a good spot i really like deforest buckner putting some pressure and quitty coming on the outside um i gave this pick an a nice 
um tennessee titans grabbing caleb farley i gave this a b plus um and my three words were defensive back gamble sounds fun too he's a defensive back but he's also had two back surgeries so they're kind of gambling that his back will hold up he's defensive back and i use that you like it i like it um and i give it a b plus great pick he'd honestly be a a top 10 player if it weren't for the back surgery so they if it works out for them they're gonna get a sick player but if it doesn't it's gonna kind of potentially be a waste um and then minnesota vikings trading back with the the jets pick there and three words are dara saw the future they saw the future in this pick i don't know how they saw the future that the vegas raiders were going to take alex leatherwood and their guy christian Darisaw was going to be there at 14. And in our mock draft that we did about a month ago, we had the Vikings just straight up selecting Darisaw at 14 without trading for him. Hmm. Um, so they trade back, they get more picks, and they get the guy that they probably wanted there in the first place. I gave it A+. Plus. This was, a, this was a, one of the bigger wins in the second half of the draft. Nice. Um, Najee Harris to the Steelers. The three words are Harris must hurdle. There is no offensive line in front of him they're going to not be a lot of holes to run through so he has to hurdle all his defenders i really like that one um c minus i don't like running backs in the first round but i gave him a bit of a boost to the c's because he's gonna be a fantasy beast i think they're gonna just run him to the ground yeah um and then travis etn i have two here as well i have urban buys rims um he got his Lamborghini and Trevor Lawrence, and then he bought like really expensive, unnecessary rims for the car um, with this <laughs> pick, and it was just really unnecessary and just super luxury pick. And then backup, backup three words was quarterback's best friend? Question mark. Um, I don't think this is just a bad pick. I give it a D. I did not like this pick at all. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> this is horrid. Absolutely. Did you see um he was like interviewed after the first round and this is what he said. Idiotic. Um he sees James Robinson, Carlos Hyde as a one two punch, and Travis Etienne as a third down back. There's no way you tr use a first round pick on the guy that's gonna be just playing third downs in your offense. Yeah. And you that's also insane. don't use a first round pick on something that was your team's only literal strength last year exactly so it was a bad pick it, it, it honestly could be an f but i just think etn's a he's a good player it'll kind of salvage it slightly yeah it's wild um okay i'm gonna round up the final seven let's do it 26 cleveland select greg newsome the second 27 we got rayshad bateman going to the ravens peyton turner going to the saints at 28 29 Green base likes Eric Stokes. Number 30, Gregory Rousseau going to the Bills. The Ravens, again, take Odaf. What is this? Odaf? Odaf away? His name is Jason, but he now wants to be called Odafi or something like that. Odafi away? Yeah. I like it. Okay. At 31 and 32, finishing off the first round, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Joe Tryon. All right, Cleveland man, along with the the Chargers, best drafts, uh, total drafts. Um, mm -hmm. Greg Newsom here, my three words: secondary strengthened again. They got John Johnson in free agency, Troy Hill in free agency. They're getting Gr Grant Delpit back off injury, and Greg Newsom, literal baller, bro. I give it an A plus. Love this pick. Um, nice, Rashad Bateman. Um, here comes help. Three words there. 
Lamar Jackson, get some help at the wide receiver position. No more are the days of Miles Boykin, Willie Sneed. Um, we got Rashad Bateman in the building. I guess A-plus as well. Now, Lamar still kind of needs to put it together too, but at least still have a bit of more separation help <laughs> um, on the outside. Um, New Orleans Saints, I said Sean plans ahead. Um, Peyton Turner, not a great prospect in my eyes. More of a develop, de developmental pick, but behind Cam Jordan, older offensive line or defensive line um hopefully develop him into their their starter of the future once those guys kind of retire and, and their production goes down so sean planning ahead there um i got two for the the packers um they take eric stokes which i gave a c minus terrible pick as well um rogers took over um they were not talking about this pick at all during the broadcast that i was watching it was only about aaron Rodgers. well he liked this pick why did they pick this guy for aaron Rodgers? so it was so, like he kind of took over. Um, <laughs> and then my second one was kind of more of the pun way. Uh, definitely not stoked. Um, Packers fans, they were not happy about this pick as there were a couple corners that a lot of people saw better. Um, uh, this was a 17, 17 pick reach according to the consensus. So a bit of a reach here. Not, not, not great for Pack. Um, Greg Rousseau to the Bills. My three words were opt out free fall. Um, he opted out this past year, and I think that's the reason why he fell to, to 30. But um, kind of like Quiddy Pay, elite traits, elite body, um, long body. And I think it could be a really good pick for them if if he uh, if he can put it together like like Quiddy Pay needs, uh, needs a bit of developing as well. I gave it a B. And then Jason Owe going to Baltimore. My three words were Baltimore, edges, develop. Um, Zedarius Smith, Matt Judon, Yannick Ngakwe, all in the Baltimore system, all succeeded and are off the different teams, different contracts. They know how to develop edges. And all those players that I mentioned were kind of more later round picks. So grabbing someone um, as fast as Owe in the first round will be able to develop into a a big star so i guess why i gave it an a and then last pick to round out the first round joe tryon um kind of a similar sentiment to the new Orleans saints but i said edge with edge um joe tryon's mm. gonna be a kind of rotational pass rusher just like peyton turner will be but with shaq barrett on the the franchise tag jpp getting a bit older levante david signing just a two-year deal um they're kind of uh, hoping that he'll be able to step into that role um once those guys are done very nice, very nice. I like it. Yeah, that uh, for me, really super quick. Greg Newsom, unreal. Rashad Bateman, I wanted. Eric Stokes, definitely not. And yeah, that that's that's all I gotta say. And also today, I went through our uh, our mock drafts we did. We went nine for thirty two on correct picks. Hey, that's pretty good. We had um obviously the first two. Zach and Trevor. We had Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, and then we went okay. on a run here. Devontae Smith, Rashawn Slater, Darisaw, and Mac Jones. We had all correct. We had nice. Caleb Farley to Tennessee, and that was our last one. Um, and then we had um out of the thirty-two players we selected, twenty-two of them were actual first rounders. Pretty good percentage. Okay. And then um for uh for correct position, so um. We selected just a different wide receiver in that slot. We went 15 for 32, which is pretty good. Um, and then correct offense and defense, we went 24 for 32, which is also pretty good. Yeah. Pretty with the amount of movements that happen, I'm yeah. happy with that. Yeah. I mean, like, we picked 22 out of the 20 or 32 players in the first round. It's pretty solid, I think. Not too shabby. Yeah, man.
I like it. Well, I think that's uh, I think that wraps up our football. Yeah, man, it was a fun draft. Season can't come fast enough, bro. No kidding. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm mainly right now. I'm just I'm needing the Colts to get their guy to protect Wentz. Yeah, it's it's kind of. I thought they were going for a villain wave. Same. Um, but yeah, to be honest, if we'll talk Colts for two seconds, not fired up about <laughs> a lot of their picks after Quiddy. Dude, no, no, I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, I don't even know if he's still available, but the double edge was confusing and then they grabbed another quarterback. I guess they don't yeah, have the, Kobe anymore, but like the biggest, the weirdest one for me was the the Kyle and Grenson. Yeah, what what was that? Like, why why are we taking the tight end there? That's like, like no. There were some other guys on the board, but like sometimes teams take tight ends and linebackers in the uh, in the later rounds so they can play special teams. But like, yeah, it's a four round draft, so. Well, and he basically like he's basically a Doyle. Yeah. So I, but like an unproven and a, like a lot of work is needed to go into him. I've heard so. The uh, the not a fan. The Bears just cut their left tackle, so you guys might go for him. Yeah, we need someone. Yeah, need someone. So that's what I'm waiting for yeah. before the season starts. And the Ray Rogers stuff too. Yeah. What is it? That time. It's that time. Uh, I'm gonna go with. first. Let's do it. Yeah, because we've already we've already mentioned it, uh, and it's actually combined. So you're gonna have to. Okay, yeah. I'll, you're I'll probably you're gonna have to do both yours together. Yeah, that's fine. Um, the stack correction. <laughs> <laughs> it perfectly fits the beauty, beauty and the bot. <laughs> and the bot. Um, like perfectly. Uh, beauty that my win three keeps going. And I managed to get the most clutch and lucky win. But such a bot because we had already celebrated Jay winning. Yeah, that was a and, huge bot. And also, like, personally for me, this sounds weird because I don't want to, like, there's no, I don't need, like, any kind of, like, sympathy for this because this is stupid. But I, I literally made peace with the fact that I didn't win. Really? It was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, you know what? definitely needed to happen i'm done i can worry about my other three leagues because i'm in the finals super happy about that jay had the most insane season definitely deserves it and it was like oh you gotta be kidding me i'm so sorry (laughs) yeah so it is what it is how about you what's Um, a what's a beauty about for you beauty just watching the the draft the lions draft just very excited for the future of the team um also another beauty non-draft related because like my past month has been all draft related um started playing a new game called um it takes two have you heard of it no it's like a co-op two-player game um like puzzle game and it's just been such a great change of pace from the gaming that i've been doing recently like the past few years of like vr Royals. it's uh it's not vr it's just on a computer I'll, I'll send you some uh like a video or whatever or you could look it up but like it's 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 super fun it's like a puzzle co-op game um just okay. gets your mind going it's fun so beauty to that nice and then uh bots is also a self bot um but also kind of a bot like the place i have my tire stored at cal tire they don't allow yep. uh i'm trying to put my summer tires on now because i've kind of been procrastinating so self bot on me 
but they don't allow for the uh, appointments to be made on the weekends. So it's first come, first serve. So I don't, kind of rough for me. Um, so yeah, that's, my bot. that's tough. That's my bot. Fair enough. All right. Do we have the same beat? The question. We definitely don't. We okay. definitely don't. Okay. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Now I'm curious. What's your beat? Um, well, our good friends over uh, at the TMG Studios. Oh, dude, I forgot. I've been bumping. <laughs> that's a good it's Daddy. A song. Daddy, that's the song. TMG new song. It's great. Quinn, what's this? Quinn 21 or something like that? I don't know. It's a bunch yeah. of Roman numerals or something. Funny song. Funny yeah. song. <laughs> yeah, it's super great. I love it. Yeah, man, TMG always puts up bangers. That definitely should have been my I don't, Like, their floor is literally like a banger. It's just like how their, banger their of a banger. Their floor is a banger. <laughs> yeah, they need to put out more. Yeah. Noel has like the best voice. Noel and they're like no Noel's handprint. Like Cody's there for the ride, to be honest, straight up. Yeah, like he's not 100%. like physically gifted. He'll probably he probably helps with the comedy aspect of it. But like yep. Noel, you can tell like his bars are so thought out and calculated. And then yeah, the way that they like he just like expresses the songs through these epic music videos. That he directs yeah. it's just uh, i mean it's just something awesome. else man yeah. yeah they could they could be so huge yeah but at the same time i don't really want them to because well, they, at the, I don't think like they do either i don't think they want you to also like, so mainstream they like they, to have their yeah, hands they all don't. over it they don't but like at, at the same time too that like doing more music and stuff you sacrifice a lot yeah. whether it be like with your bars with your effort with your like emotion in it and all that kind of stuff so i think uh I, I just love their singles every time they get it. Yeah, their singles so. just pop off too. So that's why I'm excited about them. What yeah. For, for beat? Um, well, honestly, I should probably leave it there because uh, that totally <laughs> would be my beat. But um, I'll throw out another one so that you people have something to listen to this week. We got um, an artist that I recently came by. His name is His Golden Messenger. And he has a song called Sanctuary. And it is very, very peaceful very chill good to work to let's go there you go we'll end it off on a on a tame and chill vibe finish sweet all, all right, right. This has been the bob pod peace peace